a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. And thank you for listening in to another episode of Story Connect, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Smith, and I'm very excited about having as my guest today, Andy Johns and Noble Sprayberry. Andy is the vice president of the telecom division for WordSouth, the content marketing company. And Noble is the managing editor of our regional telco magazine. Great to have you guys with us today. Glad to be here. It's a pleasure being here. As we record this episode, you guys are getting ready to go to Orlando, Florida for our time, the National Meeting and Expo of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. You'll be making a couple of presentations there. Why don't you share with us what you'll be talking about? Well, our topic, and we were really lucky to be um, and privileged to be invited by NTCA to speak, our topic is called uh, Sharing Your Story. And since, um, since we do put out uh, 15 magazines every other month uh, of telcos telling their story. I guess we're pretty appropriate um, folks to be leading a session on that. So we're basically looking at um, the way that telcos can uh, tell their story in a way that maximizes their value to the customer. Now, we're recording this episode uh, before you leave for the conference. Of course, it will not be published until uh, after you get back. But talk about some of the points that you'll be making to the attendees, what what they can expect to hear at the conference. Well, the three broad points we're going to discuss, uh, it's about lead with your stories. That's the first one. And that's how your company's culture and mission is shaped by its story. Um, Second point we're going to touch on is how you can sell with your stories. That's how storytelling can affect the bottom line and your ROI. And we want to talk about how to tell your stories in the best way possible. Um, and we'll give examples on how to tell your stories well. Now, Andy, I know that uh, one of the examples you'll be using is a white paper that WordSouth produced for Highland Telephone Cooperative, serving uh, portions of Tennessee and Kentucky. How does that project fit into the overall presentation and uh, the points that you're making with that example? Well, the purpose section, uh, or the you know, lead with your story, um, kind of give your uh, your company purpose with this story. That's one of the sections that I'm going to be uh, leading uh, of the seminar. No one I will be switching off. And uh, really, when we got to thinking about it, the white paper that Mark Patterson and the folks at Highland asked us to do is just a perfect example of that. Uh, you know, we've got a video clip that we're going to show during the presentation of Mark uh, talking about how he, um, you know, they, they knew they had their report uh, with all of the miles of fiber and with the speeds and the, the number of access lines and all kind of the facts and figures that showed what they um, what they accomplished in their fiber build, but it was a little lacking. And Mark and uh, you know some of his team there at Highland uh, kind of said the only way to show them that we achieved the purpose that we set out to do is to tell the story of people using our service. And so they've got uh, in the white paper that we helped them put together. They've got the story of uh, teachers and students using the Internet to connect. They've got the story of doctor's offices uh, using, uh, you know, how broadband is changing uh, and improving the way that rural uh, medicine works. Uh, just a number of ways in there that, that really tells the story. 
and as Mark, um, as Mark says in the video, you know, that, that really shows what the job actually was, gives a much better picture of it and kind of, uh, conveys the overall purpose of the project much better than just the list of facts and figures about, uh, the technical side of things. So as you guys make the point that stories can really be used to translate values into actions, I know one of the examples that you'll be using is something that I've heard you talk about before. The uh, the story of the city where, where you live, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga has a strong story of what it used to be and what the city has chosen to become. And growing up there, Noble, I know that you witnessed a lot of that transition firsthand how has the city of chattanooga used storytelling to translate its values and uh, how have you seen that transition play out you know when i was growing up here i remember i grew up about 25 30 miles south of chattanooga and when my family would go into chattanooga in the 70s i don't ever remember seeing a clear day in the city um the smoke and smog from the steel mills just obscured everything. And at one point, Walter Cronkite went on national television and described Chattanooga as the most polluted city in the country. And that became a story that defined what the city is. And then in the 90s, however, the steel mills were in decline and the city needed to reinvent itself. And from there, it's become an outdoor community uh, focused on tourism. Uh, they have new businesses that have come here that are cleaner and really forward thinking. And it's one of those places that's changed its story. And as a reality of what the city was, the story changed to fit it. And the story also shaped the city and what it's becoming. And I think Andy's um, done a little bit more research on that as well. Well, what the, the biggest point uh, to make there, and, and if you're for our listeners out there in uh, podcast land, um, that they may be uh, driving or cutting grass or whatever they're doing. Uh, if there's one thing you remember from this podcast, is that stories translate values into action. And that Chattanooga story uh, is an example of that, about how the city's uh, story uh, really takes these abstract values and makes them more tangible, more visible actions. Uh, one of the other examples we use in there is a, a story from uh, the Graves County Sheriff uh, in the West Kentucky uh, WKNT service area. And it's one thing for WKNT to say that their values are, you know, reliable, dependable, fast service, and a big part of the local community. But the sheriff talks about how when the ice storm hit a few years ago, uh, WKNT uh, basically was the place that, uh, that first responders and emergency officials could kind of fall back to. You know, they couldn't get to all of their places and, and they couldn't get everything coordinated from the facilities they had. So WKNT opened up its doors and basically turned the building over to uh, the first responders and emergency folks to handle that, um, handle the ice storm and the recovery. And it was quite, if you remember, uh, Stephen, uh, that was a, a major ice storm that knocked out uh, power and all kinds of services for uh, weeks in some cases. Um, but that is so much, to hear the sheriff talk about that, and hear his story of um, WKNT being there when the community needed it the most, that is so much more powerful than reading a mission statement that says WKNT is a big part of the community. While those mission statements are important, and uh, you don't want to minimize that, it's translating those values that they have into action by telling that story 
is a much more powerful way to demonstrate that than just saying, uh, you know, we're a community-minded company. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and I think as companies are looking for ways to break through all the noise in, in, in a market that is just so fragmented now, as we're bombarded with so many messages from so many different directions, that companies are realizing storytelling is really a very powerful way uh, to get their message out to their audience. And really, there's a lot of brain science that supports this, you know, in, in addition to the uh, evidence that we see uh, play out as, as we work with companies, you know, with, with storytelling. The, the brain science really supports the fact that it is a very effective way to build images in people's minds and to get them connect with you. Now, you guys will be talking about that uh, in your presentation, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when we tell a story, the brain goes to work. There are specific regions of the brain that are activated, and scientists can track that. They can actually show the brain and what's happening. And what people have found is that your brain perceives a story, something that is being told in very much the same way as a real-life experience is perceived. And as a result, those stories have really deep impact to someone and how their brain processes it. They become real in a way. And you can take those stories, and when you apply that to your marketing, you are actually triggering a real reaction into the person who is reading your marketing material or your advertising. And we're going to talk a little bit about how you can bring all of that together so that you're getting a true response from your potential customer or your existing customer. Really, if you think back to, uh, you know, grade school and high school, um, you know, any of the lessons there, very few people remember the date of, you know, like history class, something like that, when, when things happened and that sort of thing. But you remember a lot of the stories, whether it's like grade school, uh, Sunday school, uh, you know, some of the facts are hard to remember, but odds are pretty good. There's some stories that you still remember from years ago from, uh, from that. And you had no idea, at least I didn't have any idea at the time, that it's really your brain works differently with stories, like Noble was saying, where you know that you really understand and comprehend better when a story is told rather than just a list of facts or, or other information presented in a different way. Well, I know the attendees uh, in your sessions are really going to find that interesting. But for those that are out there every day trying to sell those services and connect with those customers and to grow their businesses, they need some very concrete examples and some direction on how to on how to put that to work in their organizations. Well, there's two that really stand out to me, and uh, you know, we talked for quite a bit uh, with uh, Shannon Sears over at West Carolina Telephone in Abbeville, South Carolina, and uh, Shannon uh, got a great marketing mind, and, and he talks about how um, you know the best stories are the ones that your customers will tell again for you. They've got a, um, a, a community there called Savannah Lakes that was uh, developed, started to develop in the early 90s. It kind of stalled out. But fiber optics has kind of uh, breathed life back into that community again here in the last couple of years. And the folks there, uh, all of their marketing material goes out and they have signs up around the community uh, touting West Carolina's fiber optics. You know, they, they spin it as, you know, it's high-tech, high-nature, because they're right there on the lake. Uh, you know, I've been there. It's beautiful. And the fact that those folks have, um, you know, gigabit speeds and fiber uh, fiber optic broadband service, 
has really become an asset for them. So they've become almost brand advocates for uh, West Carolina. And uh, to be able to tell your story that way that it gets retold uh, is, is a key um, a key benefit, as, as Shannon says. The other way, uh, Shannon touches on this, but we talked to Maxie Hurst at People's Telephone in Texas. And um, what she said, uh, you know, you have to know your audience. And they ran into a, an area where they were launching commercial broadband in some areas where they hadn't really been for a long time. You know, a lot of the areas where uh, cooperatives and independents serve, uh, they've been kind of the folks to go to for technology and, and uh, telecommunication needs for a long time. But when they were going to uh, roll out this commercial um, broadband service in a new area, they didn't have the benefit of uh, track history with those folks, and they had to dispel, tell their story in a fresh way. And I, I kind of break it down um, in the section is uh, the stories need to be fresh, clear, and real. And the way they decided to do that was to create a little character called Super Steve uh, and talk about throughout the campaign how your, uh, your business can either be a regular business or it can be a super business, uh, like a superhero. And the idea, um, Super Steve is a little, uh, kind of like a stress reliever, but he's got a superhero cape on and a mask. And um, they, they told their story about broadband. They just told it in a fresh way uh, that was very clear to folks. Um, you know, this is something different. This is different than what you've seen before. And the response they gotten indicates that folks really appreciated that approach to everything. Now, I know you'll be using some examples from the regional telco magazine that we produce. But Andy, I believe you also have some video interviews that you've done that you'll be using as case studies to show people some real concrete examples of how storytelling is being used. Is that right? Well, we looked at a couple of different examples. And of course, Noble and I are uh, former newspaper folks. So one of the things that jumps out is the the news values uh, that uh, pretty much every journalism teacher ever has talked about, that for a story to be newsy, uh, and relevant to folks, it needs to be um, have some proximity, be close to where they are, needs to be timely. There's a novelty element into it. Needs to have an impact, and that if anything that involves some conflict or uh, or some prominence or celebrity, when that's involved, uh, you know, people that people have heard of, that makes it important. Um, and then there's a book called Made to Stick: Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die by Chip and Dan Heath, two brothers. And they break. They say that ideas uh, and stories stick with people, and they talk about it a lot with urban legends and uh, things that you know nobody has consciously told, but the kind of things that always get forwarded in, in an email forward or reposted on Facebook. A lot of those ideas are simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, and emotional, uh, which is kind of the way that I summed up both of those into just clear, fresh, and real. Uh, you know, your stories and your ideas need to clearly get the message out there. It doesn't need to be a wandering, convoluted story. Uh, good stories are, are clear. They can be a long story, but it still needs to be clear what's happening, who's involved, and everything there. It needs to be fresh, something that people haven't heard over and over again. There's nothing worse than, um, you know, cliches. And, and, you know, if somebody's in the middle of a joke and you already know the punchline because you've heard it a million times, that's not an effective um, uh, effective story then. And it needs to be real. It needs to have an emotional appeal. It needs, uh, it needs to be credible. And folks need to really be able to connect with it um, more than uh, just, you know, really an abstract thing that, that's a little more difficult to figure out. And I think if you can tie the three of those into a story, 
uh, you've got a pretty good shot at that story sticking and resonating with folks. Well, that's a great example, Andy. And, and I know those who attend your session, they're going to come away with a lot of good information. But if you would share with our listeners, uh, either one of you guys, some of the hallmarks of a story that really make that story stick with people. I know you touched on a few things there, but dive a little deeper for us, if you would, about what makes a good story and what makes a story stick. That stories can seem like a simple thing, but they can have a lot of power when you're working in marketing and trying to present your company in the best possible light. And it's one of those things with a little bit of thought and a little bit of effort, you can have great results. Well, one more thing I wanted to add in, you know, Noble and I are both uh, marketing guys, and of course, that's a lot of what WordSouth does. But I know at this meeting, there's a lot of directors um, and CEOs, GMs, and there's a, a whole section of our presentation where we talk about internal culture and leadership. And we, we look at some examples of um, Coca-Cola, the Obama campaign, a bunch of different organizations, successful organizations. Um, that have used stories to kind of build an internal culture uh, that really uh, engages all the employees, you know, a top-down strategy where um, everything is coming from the CEO uh, down uh, may not be as effective as, as telling your company story to all of your employees and really making it come alive and reminding them of, of why they're there. It gives them that purpose, and I think storytelling is a very effective way to do that, so... Even if you find yourself, um, you know, you're not necessarily a marketing person, um, there's still a lot that can be learned from storytelling uh, when it comes to leadership and, and other aspects of business. Well, I know you guys are excited to get down to Orlando and to be a part of our time, the uh, biggest annual event of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. NTCA has uh, some 900 members across the country. Uh, rural telecommunications cooperatives and independent telecommunications companies. NTCA does an amazing job at the national level helping get the recognition that these telecommunications companies need and certainly representing their interest before Congress and the FCC and and doing a great job of advancing the cause of rural telephony. Well, thank you, gentlemen. That's Andy Johns and Noble Sprayberry of WordSouth, a content marketing company, getting ready to go to Orlando, Florida, to present at our time and talk about leading with your story, selling with your story, and telling your story the right way. And I believe you'll also be doing some interviews down there for future episodes of Story Connect, the podcast. So we're looking forward to hearing what you bring back with you for our listeners. And this will be the first time that uh, Story Connect, the podcast, goes on the road. So we're excited about what we're going to hear. So thanks again, guys. Be careful on your trip. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks again for having us. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.